Welcome to another episode of the TST Travel Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at TST Travel Podcast. And don't forget to check out Kirsten's blog at The Roaming Street. She also has a great uh, Facebook and Instagram to get a bit of a different uh, female perspective on things, if uh, that's what you're after. And don't forget to, after listening to this episode, uh, just chuck a review and a rating in wherever you found us, so on iTunes or on Facebook or, or wherever you see us. Just uh, chuck in a review there to help other people find the podcast. All right, this episode's all about the a trip down to the Lake of the Ozarks, so uh, we hope you enjoy. Thanks. Alrighty, I like the Ozarks episode starts. Uh, Kirsten and I headed down to the lake a little bit before everybody else. Um, so we were travelling the, for the first month uh, with uh, a bigger group of Australians, probably about between 12 and 15 of us. Uh, and we ended up yeah, heading down to the lake a little bit earlier as they were all heading down to Nashville. And Kirsten and I, not really having much of an interest in country music, decided just to kick back and relax down by the Lake of the Ozarks down in Missouri. So for those of you who don't know, it's uh, somewhere around the center of Missouri, about an hour and a half, two hours south of Kansas City, um, and just probably the same distance, probably an hour or two uh, to the west of St. Louis there. So it's a beautiful spot to go and check out if you haven't really heard of it and you're planning on traveling through the Midwest of America. I would definitely recommend catching up there and uh, going for a swim checking out some of the bars uh it's it's a great way to spend a few days all right first thing that i learned when we got to the lake don't buy don't buy thongs or flip-flops from the dollar store uh they will only last you three days and their sunglasses will fall to a million pieces in about the same time frame they do only cost a dollar though so that's a plus we were lucky enough to have some friends who live down in osage beach which is great they have a boat which is the best way to access all the bars and to get to uh, all the different places you want to see on the lake which is a plus. Um, and we got to stay there for pretty cheap as well, which is always a great uh, great deal when you're travelling along on a bit of a budget like we are. So because we were there before the main group, uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, our friend who we were staying, at, staying with lend us their vehicle. Um, so we lent their pickup truck and we did a bit of exploring on our own for the first few days before everyone got there. Um, one of the first things that we came across was the Haha Tonka State Park. Um, which is a state park sort of centred around a an old castle that a guy built in the early 1900s. Um, so he was, I think the businessman was from Ka- Kansas City, and he built this massive European-style castle up on the top of a uh, on the top of a big hill overlooking the lake, which would have been beautiful in its day. Unfortunately, in the 40s, it burnt to the ground and hasn't been rebuilt or refurbished and we sort of parked the car and went up and had a bit of a look at that because it's not too far from the the car park and of course the fun police have chucked up their fences all around the outside of the building so you can't go in and actually look at anything because you know you wouldn't want a brick to fall on your head because you're stupid enough to push on 100 year old walls that have been burnt down but you know, it was still good to have a look at, and there were some pretty spectacular views up the top there, uh, overlooking down into the valley and the little limestone 
spring that's beneath it as well as down to the lake was uh, was pretty cool. While we're at Ha Ha Tonka, we also went for a bit of a hike around a couple of the hiking trails that they had there, which were pretty cool. Uh, we hiked. It's you go down sort of a bit of a a bit of a gorge or a bit of a valley there, um, and once you get to the bottom, there's a really nice little limestone spring that comes out of the side of the hill there, and uh, beautiful blue water. And um, yeah, unfortunately, not allowed to go in and swim. I think it's a bit of a sensitive little habitat area for some of the wildlife around there, but it's still definitely worth it. Um, if you do plan on doing it, though, be careful because there is. A section where there is 327 steps straight up, uh, which is a pretty steep little ascent there, but um, still good fun. And if you, I'm not that fit, and I still did it, so uh, you don't have to be overly fit to be able to get to the top. Um, just be aware that if you're going to go for that walk, it can be a touch strenuous. And of course, having gone for a hike, Kirsten and I considered that. We had earned ourselves a bit of McDonald's on the way home, so we tucked into probably the best burger that I've had, one of the best burgers that I've had over here, which is surprising because we've eaten out at a couple of restaurants where we've had burgers, and uh, the Bacon Smokehouse burger that we picked up at Macca's was pretty goddamn delicious. Uh, we yaffed that down in the parking lot of the little gift shop, which is in Camdenton, which is not far from where we were staying, and uh, just a little while off the, the lake there, uh, a little place called Ozark Land, and it had everything you could possibly imagine in an American gift store. There was shot glasses from every state, patches from every state, socks, t-shirts, uh, Native American carvings and things like that, um, and all the artwork, and signs and things that had nothing to do with Lake of the Ozarks and everything you could possibly imagine in a gift store. There were some pretty funny little souvenirs in there. So if you were just on a short trip, we didn't really we didn't buy anything in Ozark Land because yeah, they didn't have anything we were really looking for and we're trying to as I, as I said, we're trying to stay on a bit of a budget. Uh so no purchases for us there, but if you were just looking for some uh some gifts to get somebody who or you were sort of road tripping around a little bit and wanted to pick up some souvenirs for people back home, it'd be a great place to pull in and stop because, yeah, that was they had some pretty cool stuff in there. One of the days we were out there, one of our family friends who lives uh, around the lake took us out kayaking on uh, one of the rivers that feeds into the lake. It was really nice. It was um, a relaxing sort of day. It wasn't anything too extreme white water-wise, like there was a couple of little faster bits of water, but... Um, yeah, it was pretty fun. It was very relaxing, sort of just have a nice little paddle, different way to see uh, a different, little bit of a different area of the lake, which was nice. Um, we paddled around, we saw some turtles, didn't see a whole lot of wildlife, but um, plenty of fish were swimming around. The water was really, really clear and beautiful underneath there, and that was great, a great fun day, and sort of, and a cheap day as well, like we of course, because we didn't have to hire kayaks, because our friend had a couple of spare ones, we just pulled up to the lake, uh, uh, sorry, pulled up to the river there, put the kayaks in and paddled down river for probably three or four hours, stopped halfway and had lunch, it was a really, really nice day and relaxing, and I said, as I said, nice and cheap, but there was, if you are staying in the area and you want to do something like that, there's lots of places around that river that... Um, I think it was called the Niagara, and then I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, and I didn't write it down, of course. Uh, so, 
yeah, there's lots of places around that, that river that are higher, canoes, kayaks, inflatable rafts, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I believe they do guided and unguided stuff there. Some of the people in front of, just in front of us on the river had uh, hired out some canoes for the day and were sort of paddling along and we saw heaps of guys fishing out of kayaks and canoes and our family friend who took us there as well also said that he sometimes goes there by himself and has a bit of, has a bit of a fish around and they um, have a, a fish hatchery just up the road there so if you're a bit of a keen fisherman uh, would definitely be one to check out. There was a lot of people there fly fishing. And, uh, that afternoon after we went kayaking, we had got a bit of sun during the day and uh, were looking for something a little bit cooler as well. It started to heat up towards the, the afternoon, getting up to about 95 degrees Fahrenheit, so we were looking for somewhere cool to go. And we were looking around and we found out that one of the movie theatres in town did $5 Tuesday tickets, which was perfect. Uh, we went down and saw the new movie movie alpha uh, which was pretty cool um and we also got a free popcorn each for signing up for their loyalty program which was just i think three or four little questions i think we had to put our email addresses in so the whole afternoon with a couple of hot dogs and uh our free popcorns i think it cost us all of about 15 dollars to go to the movies and and sit in a nice comfy theater and watch a movie which was nice um, just to kick back and relax in a bit of air conditioning for a little bit. And, yeah, that was really nice. So after we spent the week doing a couple of little things and kicking back and relaxing, we did a fair bit of sitting around at home and uh, not doing a whole lot, um, sort of just enjoying the view. And our friend has a, a dock that's right on the lake there, so we would go down and swim off that and have a bit of a kickback and a relax. It was interesting sort of driving around again in a little bit more of a rural area. Um, plenty of trips to Walmart, which was always exciting. It's funny, at home shopping seems like such a chore and then you have the opportunity to go somewhere new and somewhere different where they have a lot of different sort of stuff. Um, Walmart, for people who haven't been over here, is like, in, if you're Australian, it's like a combination of a supermarket like Coles or Woolworths Kmart and a camping and fishing store and a gun store and a tyre shop. It's just got everything. It's it's really a one-stop shop, which is pretty cool, and you always sort of find new stuff. They have um, lots of clothes. Kirsten picked herself up a couple of tops there that were nice for going out on hikes and stuff for. They have, in touristy spots, they, have, they seem to have uh, tourist t-shirts and things like that. And everything's pretty cheap if you're paying attention. Um, they have a, a home brand which we've been buying to save a bit of money. And it, again, it's like home brand at home. It looks the same. It just has to, it sort of looks a little bit different because it has the p different packaging, but all tastes the same when you cook it up, which is good. And you can uh, cook yourself up if you have the ability to cook it at home. Uh, cook yourself up some nice cheap Walmart meals as well. So after driving around and finding a Walmart and having a bit of a fun and a bit of a search around. We also tried out uh, frozen custard, which is something that I'd never heard of before. Um, delicious is my diagnosis on that. Just tastes like ice cream. And the one that I had was full of chunks of uh, chocolate bar and caramel and it was just and cookies and stuff like that. And when you could, it, it didn't taste that much different to ice cream, really. Um, it's just delicious, really.
that's all I have to say about that. So if you're around uh, somewhere and you see a sign for frozen custard and you've got a bit of a sweet tooth, pull off and have a, a taste because it's pretty damn good if they know what to mix it with. Um, after we did that, after we had our week alone, we had the, the rest of the crew show up. Um, so everybody showed up and then that's when we started that's when the drinking began, so that's when we really started to hit the the bars and stuff at the lake hard. We were, um, again, lucky enough to have a couple of friends with boats, so they divided all the, the Aussies up and amongst the different boats, and we visited uh, quite a few different spots, and they take from where we were, which was in the Grand Glaze Arm, they don't take that long to get to. Some of the further ones can take 20 to... 30 minutes by boat but there was plenty that were close by that were probably only a 5 to 15 minute boat trip which was nice um, to get to on one of the first places we went to was called coconuts there was a that was a really fun place that was a, a good atmosphere uh, there was an MC who walked around with a microphone sort of stirring the crowd up and he had a pretty cruisy job. He'd just sort of walk around and talk to all the pretty girls in bikinis and try and get them revved up and dancing on tables and such, which was pretty cool. Um, there was also, it seems like a real hot spot for bachelor and bachelorette parties because there was a, a lot of those kicking around. Uh, while we were at Coconuts, they had a belly flop contest and I just couldn't resist. I had to have a crack at that and I thought I had it pretty well done. I was the first one off the blocks and I kicked things off and... I thought I had it pretty well covered until uh, a lad got up on the very edge of the pool and uh, he looked, looking at him, he probably would have weighed every bit of 130 to 140 sort of kilos and up he stood and I tell you what, I'd give it to him. He had a pretty tremendous belly flop. I reckon he nearly emptied out half the pool with the wave that come off him. It was uh, good fun. Another funny thing that happened while we were at Coconuts uh, that I had to have a bit of a laugh about. We got there in the afternoon. It was a beautiful, nice, sunny, warm day. And then uh, as the day progressed, the clouds started to roll in. It was still nice and warm, so everyone stayed in the pool bar. Massive big pool to bar at either end. There's uh, some seats that hang from a bit of a covered area. And uh, you can sit on those and have a bit of a drink. And, um, yeah, as the storm clouds started to roll in, there was probably... There's a, a couple of bachelorette parties, I believe it was, and just girls in the pool um, having a drink. And as it started to rain, everybody got out of the pool. Didn't want to get wet. A little bit confusing there. But, uh, yeah, as soon as the rain started to roll in, you saw these all these girls run out of the pool. Oh, my God, no, don't want to get my hair wet. Even though half of it's been hanging in the water all day because you're drunk and you keep falling over and you need to dip your body in the water because you're getting sunburnt. So, interesting little tidbit that I saw there that I had to have a bit of a giggle about. When you're at the lake, you have to try. There's a cocktail that you'll see a lot of people drinking. It's half pink and half white. Uh, it's called a pain in the ass. If you're Australian, you can't say pain in the ass. You've got to say, you've got to speak, slow down and speak American as one of our friends would say. And you have to call it a pain in the ass. Because if you go up there, I went up at one bar and said, could I please have a pain in the ass? And she looked at me and said, oh, would you like a Pabst beer? I'm confused. Which was quite funny. Uh, After we worked out what I actually wanted, and I worked out 
that I had to slow down and speak American. Um, I ordered myself up a pain in the ass, which costs a, nearly every bar. They cost about eight dollars. Some charge eight fifty. Some places have a happy hour where they're seven dollars, um, but they're pretty consistently priced at about eight bucks a cocktail which you have to be pretty careful of because they go down very, very easily and very quickly, and they're also pretty strong. So they're made up of half, like, slushy machine rum runner and half slushy machine pina colada. They have big slushy machines there so they don't have to blend up everything with ice every time, and they are tasty. They're really, really good. And uh, as I said, watch out because they will go down quickly. And if you don't drink very often, don't order a floater. So whenever you order one, they'll say, do you want a floater with that? And uh, what a floater is, is a test tube, which is about two shots of Bacardi 151. But I tell you what, if you're looking to party and you're looking to go a bit crazy, it'll only up your drink price by $2 and you're getting an extra two shots in there. So smash a couple of those and you'll definitely know about it. One of the other places we boated over to uh, pretty quickly, we had drinks there one night and uh, because they were supposed to have live music, which they didn't end up having on. And uh, the next day we went there, actually went there for breakfast. They did a buffet breakfast, which looked pretty good. Um, and that was a place called Paradise, just a nice little, little bar up on the hill there. There's no uh, pool or anything at that one, but still pretty nice atmosphere there was a stage there i reckon it'd be pretty fun with a bit of live music and such uh there so paradise definitely another bar to visit and if you're looking for a hungover breakfast i reckon that'd be one of the best places to stop there because uh, that buffet looked pretty tasty so one of the other places we went to while we were boating around looking for somewhere to have a, a bit of a drink was tap and grill another place that has uh, a great pool bar and an MC who walks around. This one wasn't quite as good as the guy at Coconuts. He was um, he was still a bit of fun walking around, getting everybody sort of jazzed up. But uh, the guy at Coconuts was pretty special. He was um, he was good fun and was definitely interacting with the crowd a little bit more and and having a bit more fun with everybody. This guy sort of just walked around and was like, "Come on, yeah, come on, yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right." So pretty sweet job if you can get it just to walk around and talk into a microphone and say come on yeah get up let's do it and uh encourage pretty girls in bikinis to get up on tables and dance which was seems like a pretty cool job to me but uh yeah tap and grill was it looks like a little bit more of an upmarket place from the outside and there is a dedicated sort of restaurant area out the front of um of it as well so you don't have to spend all your time out in the sun in the pool if that's not quite your deal you can uh, just walk into the restaurant there and have a nice little uh food a nice little food nice little meal um and maybe if you want to fill up the tank before getting in the pool and uh, and really going crazy and on the drinks all right tap and grill was a really really cool atmosphere as well like it was just seemed like fun um lots of really really like everyone seems really nice there's no one getting into fights or going crazy or being stupid or anything like that. Just be aware, though, when you're at these places at the lake with pool bars, you'll see a lot of people get into the pool and drink a whole lot. You don't see that many people go to the bathroom. So if you're not so comfortable with that, maybe don't jump into the pool. But uh, hey, we're all friends here. Just jump in the pool. But yeah, uh, a great day at Tap and, at tap and Grill. Um, 
we spent most of our afternoon there the day one of the days that we were boating and uh you could definitely see why you don't want to go uh good fun again reasonable drink prices for where you are it's a it's a touristy spot so everything's going to be a bit dearer um and they know that people come to the lake to get drunk and go crazy so it's definitely a hot spot for for a party if you're uh if you're heading through the midwest and want to have some drinks and meet some cool new people uh everyone seemed as i said really friendly and was always up for a chat i don't know if that was just because of the the accent or what but uh great fun another uh lake of the ozarks must visit was the fishing company now I just took a little bit of a break there to try and find a thesaurus to stop saying fun and cool because I thought that someone who started a podcast might have a bit of a vocabulary, but uh, another really, really fun place um, to go to, the fishing company. There was so at the, There's usually live music at the fishing company, and it's usually one of the co-owners. A guy called Dale Blue gets up and... Uh, gets up with his guitar and sings a bit of mu- sings a song and plays a bit of guitar which is great fun but he also the sort of main attraction is he grabs people up on stage he'll grab um people up and if you're looking shy or you're looking like you don't want to do it he's going to target you the most and try and get you up there and playing tambourine and um the, he gives a couple of girls guitars not plugged in and uh gets everyone up on stage to have a bit of a dance and a tambourine which is good fun um, and if you want to go to the lake and you've got someone there that you want to embarrass that's a bit shy, definitely take them to the fishing company and uh, just point at them. He'll make them go up on stage. Uh, we had a few in our group that weren't that keen on it and they got dragged up there and they boogied on down and made sure they were tapping their tambourines and having a really good time. I learnt a great new trick at the fishing company, which Kirsten then used to employ, which I thought was just the domain of pretty girls, but I went up to the bar and while I was waiting for a drink, it was taking a little while to get served, I believe it was on a Saturday or a Friday afternoon, and it was taking a little while to get served, so I just struck up a conversation with one of the coffees, uh, one of the coffees? One of the couples at the uh, bar there, and we got to chatting, he's like, oh, where are you from? And... I told him where we're from and told him uh, what we planned on doing. We're driving around the States until around the end of January and we're going to go up to Alaska. And he's like, oh, that's so cool, that's so cool. And just couldn't help but buy me a round of shots. And that seemed like fun. We did all the shots together and then he bought another round of shots. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then he's like, ah, he can't have two shots. That's bad luck. You've got to have a third. And after that, my memory of the day gets a touch hazy. I remember... Uh, boarding a boat and and heading home not long after doing that I think I downed another pain in the ass uh, cocktail to wash the I'm not even sure what we were doing shots of it was tequila or vodka or something that burned a lot Uh, but we jumped on the boats after that and because the water was a bit rough and the boats were pretty full there was the driver and then the passenger and then three seats across the back and one person had to stand up in the middle and me being full of confidence and courage I stood up there and managed to bruise nearly the entirety from my knee down to my ankle um, bashing my legs against the seats trying to hold myself steady and then I seemed to remember stumbling onto the dock someone had cooked up some hamburgers and hot dogs smashed down a couple of hot dogs and uh, Kirsten was just heading back up to the house um, to do a couple of things and I was like okay take me to bed now 
and uh, just walked up the hill and put myself to bed at a ripe old time of about quarter to ten at night and <clears throat> quarter to nine. Quarter to nine at night and uh, just put myself to bed and I woke up about three o'clock in the morning, very, very warm, went out, got a uh, a nice big glass of ice cold water and then drank that, went back to bed and woke up at 6.30, 7 o'clock the next day feeling good as gold, which was a nice change for, for that week. Uh, there was a few days where we were feeling very worse for wear after some of our tours to different bits and places and... Um, after I told Kirsten uh, the next day when I was sober and had recovered from my attack of the shots, I told Kirsten all about um, my little experience with talking to strangers and getting bought free booze and she tried it out the next day and got herself a couple of shots of fireball from a, uh, a red-headed chap because she introduced him to the Australian term of ranger. He's like, he couldn't quite grasp what a ranger was, but uh, the fella at the bar had very very red hair pale complexion which works perfectly when you're in a very hot summery location where everyone lays out and tans all day and uh yeah i'm not sure if he thought he was in with a chance but because she was by herself but a couple of rounds of fireball later um kirsten was very drunk and nearly needed me to carry her down the stairs and back to the boat and off we off we trot back to the dock for another drunken night of being put to bed and I won't spit I won't put you through the details of uh how I had to coach Kirsten through what to do when she was feeling drunk and a little bit unwell that night a lot of uh places at the lake as well have um a lot of the bars have pretty cool merchandise shops um and they actually have some pretty cool stuff all the t-shirts really high quality um that I could find there's uh, hoodies and singlets and stuff like that Kirsten picked herself up a long sleeve shirt from the fishing company which was a nice bright pink one uh which is working well like it's pretty it's not a really thick long sleeve but it's nice just to wear around and i've still got at home i've got my um dog days kiss me i'm fixed singlet uh which is pretty cool as well and great to keep a little memento or souvenir from the places you go and uh it's a pretty good ploy by the bars as well they know that people are going to get drunk and wander into the merchandise shop and spend all their the money that they haven't spent on booze on a couple of t-shirts or singlets and stuff like that they can be pretty pricey somewhere between 15 and 30 dollars depending on what you get and how big it is and all the rest of that sort of stuff but a good little memento to keep and remember your time down at the lake which is great fun and again using that word fun isn't it fantastic if anyone would like to donate to the podcast to find me a thesaurus that'd be super duper just be aware as well if uh, you're going to be out boating on the weekend and you're going to go a bit of a distance at the lake, uh, there are some gigantic boats. They look like they should be sailing in between continents and uh, they just boat around on the lake and they head around pretty slow, but they put out a absolutely massive wake. And if you're in a smaller boat, it's like the high seas out there at some points. It can get really, really rough. Um, it can get really, really rough, yeah. And... Uh, it can be a little bit interesting out on the water. Uh, if you're in a smaller boat, we were lucky enough to be in some bigger boats. But if you don't, if you're not lucky like we are, and don't have friends who uh, own 
boats or ways to get around on the water. There's plenty of different places that you can rent them for a day or two if you want to have a bit of a party cruise. They hire out pontoon boats and things like that. Uh, also, just another thing to be aware of that if you're born after 1984, you will need to go in and get a boating license uh, if you want to hire out any of the, the jet skis, uh, pontoon boats. Or... Uh, uh, yeah, another idea if you're at the lake and you only have a smaller boat and you don't want to go too far or you have been visiting all the bars and um, your bank account's looking a little bit worse for wear, head down to Walmart, pick yourself up a box of beer, put it in a cooler. The whole day will probably cost you about $25 uh, once you throw in a little bit of lunch there and just boat down to one of the beautiful coves. Um, just have some drinks, chuck your life jacket on, float around in the water uh, and have some of your own beers, which is ni a nice way to save a bit of money and still get to enjoy uh, the water and the lake, which is really nice. And, um, yeah, you don't have to worry about heading too far from where you're staying either if you're just hiring a boat for the day. Uh, it's a great way to sort of kick back and relax and just float around, have some lunch, have some drinks and chat to the people that are around you. One of the days that uh, we headed down to Walmart to pick up some supplies and um, had a bit of an alternative, a slow down day, Kirsten and I picked up a, a tub of, I think they call it Colonel Tso's chicken, it's like a Chinese sweet chilli chicken deep fried type deal and we found ourselves some Amish potato salad which I was fascinated by um, you look at the two containers and they're standing side, they're sitting there side by side and you've got normal potato salad and Amish potato salad and the only difference if you look at them is one looks a little bit more yellow than the other and you get I think we paid just over two dollars for our massive big container of potato salad and the smaller containers of regular potato salad are like three dollars three dollars fifty and um yeah it was delicious we just we drove down to the lake of the ozark state park found a little fishing spot there and walked out onto the dock and set up a little picnic and had some lunch and enjoyed a nice quiet day where it was in a nice little cove where there weren't many boats and there weren't many people so we just sort of kicked back and had some lunch and yeah, it was really nice it was a, a nice way to enjoy the scenery without having to be flat out and while you are sort of looking around at um, some of the scenery and if you do have a chance to boat around to some of the different coves you'll see a combination there's a couple of places that have just packed to the hill with condos which are like holiday rentals and they're everywhere but there's some people that have way 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 too much money at the lake and they've built massive big mansions up on the side of the hill which look absolutely cool and you can sort of sit on the side there and marvel up at them and say oh one day and um yeah there's some really really nice looking places uh, along the lake to have a look at so last little bit about the lake if you're gonna head down there um i would definitely recommend it I would definitely recommend hiring out a boat. If you can't afford to hire out a boat, there's also a boat that does a couple of pickup spots. Uh, the company's called Plain Hooky. Um, try yourself a pain in the ass, hit up some of the bars, have a bit of a party, have some good fun, um, and enjoy, enjoy it because it's a great place to go. Definitely a summer location to visit, uh, but definitely check it out if you're anywhere around Missouri. After we got done at the lake, we headed down uh, back up to Nebraska's Down Up. <laughs> Great English, Harley. 
headed back up to Nebraska City uh, to spend the last few days with family, uh, with our family and friends uh, who were headed back around the end of August. Uh, we also purchased our car that we're going to be doing the rest of our road trip off a couple of friends. They left around the 5th of September, um, so we had to wait a little while for them to head off. So we spent our last couple of days sort of just kicking back again, relaxing, not doing a whole lot, trying to give the back pocket a little bit of a break, um, relaxing at a friend's farm, uh, corn farm just out of Nebraska City in uh, Iowa there, which was a, a nice little change of pace. We slowed down a little bit and just enjoyed a little bit of um, country living, a little bit of sort of one of the nights we had a, uh, a big cookout where our mates invited a heap of their friends around and we just cooked a whole heap of stuff up in this smoker and the barbecue and cooked up some beautifully fresh sweet corn uh like nothing you've ever tasted if especially if you're from australia the corn over here is just different it's sweeter it's really really nice um so yeah the american sweet corn was definitely a highlight of that and there were some big chunky meaty ribs and steaks and uh eye fillet steak and yeah it was there was food out the wazoo there was some nice salads that everyone had prepared along with it and it was just a good old family sort of everyone stand around and have a few beers and have a bit to uh to eat and yeah so we had a uh, a bit of a cookout and then one of the other days that we ended up doing some stuff we had uh, a friend of ours take us out to his farm and on their farm they've actually set up he's a bit of a let's call him a gun enthusiast and he's uh, got a whole shooting range set up on his property there just before uh, where they put all the crops in. And it has sort of a, a short range target set up for handguns and smaller guns, um, which was pretty cool. We I had a crack at a 22 pistol and a 9mm pistol. It was pretty cool to have a, a shot on one of the guns that you see them all use in the movies and stuff like that. And I tell you what, you can see why those uh, those bad guys in movies always miss because they're pretty hard to aim. I think out of my 10 shots that I fly, fired out of the 9mm, I think I only hit 5 or 6 and they were only probably 10 metres away, which was pretty average, but they were pretty small targets too in my defence. <laughs> um, after we shot the handguns, we had a go at a couple of, of, a couple of smaller rifles, but the uh, piece de resistance was uh, a friend of ours broke out the 50 caliber sniper rifle, which I tell you what, you definitely know once you've shot that thing. Um, we were standing there and everyone sort of standing around with their fingers in their ears and looking around, excited at each other. And the first guy lined up and we set a little target up and the first guy lined up and pulled the trigger and it blew the grass back six feet either side of the gun. Like it was as... An astonishing amount of force that came out of the gun um, and then everyone else sort of lined up and everyone had a shot at the target and I sat down and had a crack at it and it definitely gives you an appreciation for the guys uh, in the army in the military who carry them around on their back and can walk for miles and miles and miles and then just set them up and have a shot because I think I missed my target we were only a couple of hundred feet away and I missed my target by probably three or four feet um, when I pulled my shot and I tell you what, we were sitting on a chair and it was braced on a table and it had a, a muzzle brake on it as well. So it had a, a bit of a brake on the end of the barrel to 
to try and take some of the kick out of the gun and I had to brace myself backwards and hold the gun into my shoulder so it wouldn't push back and uh, I tell you what when you squeeze the round off you definitely feel all that gunpowder go through your shoulder and out the back. I didn't have a massive kick but it still nearly pushed me off the chair just it felt like a very big person coming up to you and pushing you uh, nearly trying to push you over but it was one of those once in a lifetime things that you'd never get a chance to do back home in Australia and it was interesting talking to uh, our friend about um, their opinions on guns as well like I walked up to him and go why do you have so many guns and he goes because guns are fun and he just uses them out on the farm and to shoot at targets and do all that sort of stuff and he said I've got one gun for protection and would do the the least amount of damage to a person anyway it's just that it has a loud um, pump on the shotgun so when if you hear someone breaking into the farm or the house it goes click click and he said he looked at me and goes that says get the fuck off my property in any language so uh that was uh was a bit of an interesting sort of perspective on it he said they'll never bring in gun control here it's just not going to happen um there's too many people with too many guns um so yeah that was an interesting sort of perspective on how to do it and i figured when in Murica, do as the Muricans do and have a crack at all the different guns which is it was great fun like we shot a bit of skeet as well again um with the shotguns and that's really good fun it's a it's a good challenge um to try and hit the moving targets with the shotgun and a good way to stand around with a couple of mates and have a bit of a laugh as well so after we did all that and everybody packed up their bags and left we um picked up our car and look it wasn't that I thought it was I was actually pretty stressed out about getting it registered and stuff not being US citizens and only being here on tourist visas I didn't know if they'd let us do it and we paid our we paid for the car and we I think it cost us a hundred dollars to register it all we had to do was go in there with the title the insurance and the bill of sale pay them $120 and they gave us two new plates stick it on the car and out we drove which was pretty exciting and now we're off on the next section of our adventure we'll drive north to South Dakota and then uh, road trip west so we're going to go through the Badlands Mount Rushmore then on to Yellowstone in Wyoming and after that we'll head down to Colorado so looking forward to bringing you updates from the next little section of our trip all right that was the episode all about the lakes of the ozarks and what we plan on doing next after picking up our vehicle in nebraska city we're going to head up north thanks heaps for listening don't forget to uh give us a like on the so on on the social media where i sound like i'm about 70 years old give us a like on social media on facebook and instagram check out tst travel podcast uh as well as don't forget to check out kirsten's blog at the roaming street on facebook and instagram as well and don't forget, after finishing up listening to this, uh, chuck in a rating and review either in iTunes or on Facebook or, or anywhere you can find to do a review that you're listening. Um, it just helps people find, uh, find the podcast that might not find it otherwise. All right, thanks a lot. Bye.